my hair woke up like this this morning her hair woke up like this <laughs> no i i didn't even touch it no that's great sometimes my sleep buns are better than my awake buns. it's so true sometimes i take them out and then i'm like fuck why did i do why that? did i do that because your hair is like perfectly tussled yes Welcome to another episode of Not, Not Your, Your mother's, mother's Book Club. We were on different wave words. <laughs> I said no. She said, Not today, Not Satan. Today. The podcast where me, my name is Dharma, my job is to read the sexy bits of romance novels out loud to this wonderful lady behind, beside me, behind me, on top of me. This wonderful lady sitting beside her, his name is Michaela, and I just pretend to really listen. What? What do you do? Did you say something? <laughs> uh, she's a jokester. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> okay, tell me the most controversial thing on your mind right now. That we're wearing the same outfits as the last episode. <laughs> Don't think too hard about it, peeps. Don't Michaela and I it. are recording so many episodes in one day <laughs> we're gonna go crazy by the end of this day also because in the first episode that we just recorded we like lost half of the beginning because <laughs> something happened with the mics so we re-recorded it but just like said the same things <laughs> because we're actors but laughed at like literally psychopathic yeah anyways i have the it. most controversial topic on my mind right now yeah tell me okay so this guy this summer <gasps> i was watching him wash the dishes and already i hate this yeah okay so you know how if you're standing at the sink you have the two sinks and then a drying rack yes and you go you wash in one you go to the next one you rinse you rinse and then you dry yeah yes you do it in an order orderly fashion like a conveyor belt don't tell me he did he washed in the one next to the dry rack rinsed in the one farthest away from the dry rack and then put it across the sink into the dry rack don't tell me that's what he did you're spot on about it fuck off and you know, the worst part about all of that is that he gaslit me to think that I was the crazy <gasps> one. And then a woman walked into the room and I explained to her what, what, what was happening. Was. Yeah. And she also gaslit me into thinking that I was crazy. And I was like, I am not crazy. I am not crazy. You're not crazy. That is not wild. Who? I have never seen someone do that in my life. And I got genuinely upset about it. Yeah. I actually, I did that once, like three weeks ago, I was visiting my family, but only because someone was cooking on the counter where the dish rack usually goes. So I there put the go. dish rack on the other side of the counter yes. and I was so fucked up. Fine. I was so fucked up because I was washing next to the dish rack. Hate it. And then rinsing on my right and then putting it on the dish rack on nope. my left. I was so turned around. I was like, I like what it. is happening? My life like has changed. It was awful. I think I, that's why I started therapy. <gasps> <laughs> so welcome to another episode yes um if you feel as strongly about the order that you should be washing your dishes in in sinks you need to tell us this is the podcast for you yeah this seriously is because we definitely talk about that and if you wash your dishes like the way we said was wrong you need to stop listening to us right now gavin if you're listening to this <gasps> it was gavin it was gavin <laughs> No, instant no. Gavin, if you're listening to this. Which is funny because I kind of, well, Gavin's pretty cute. So I met him cute. when I was here and I was like, okay. But now that you say this, hard fucking no. He's a 10, but. He's a 10, <laughs> but he washes his dishes like an animal. An animal, an I tell animal, you. I, I don't tell like you. a cute animal, like some like weird muskrat. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, Do you want to hear the book I have this week? I really do. Do I have to grab it again for you? have to grab you? it because my okay. suitcase is Into over there. I'm diving into the it's suitcase. It's on the right side of the suitcase. So right, right, uh, <laughs> towards the wall. Towards the wall. The, oh, you just knocked. No, the one you knocked over. So keep going towards the wall. Yeah. This one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That one. You got it. Oh, my God. I genuinely kept my eyes closed for oh, all of I'm that. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Oh, my God. Can I open them now? Um. Yes. Can you also grab my notebook? It should be in, in there underneath one of the books. Because this one has a plot, and I have to remember what the plot is. She doesn't remember anything. Hey, I read these books like two months ago. Oh, that's why the last video was so short, because you usually yeah. give us the lowdown, but there wasn't a lowdown. There wasn't a lowdown. 
last book was really depressing and I'm in a headspace where I don't think I can orgasm. Oh my God. Well, let me see if this book, A Week to be Wicked by Tessa Dare can make you orgasm. Look at that sexy cover. Oh, I kind of like it. It's so sensual. Her hair is so tussled. I know. I like her. She's so pretty. Yeah. He's so hot. What's he, happening? He really is hot. Look at his his peck. He kind of looks like a He's more a- manly Gavin. <laughs> <laughs> he washes his dishes weird. No, this man washes his dishes correctly. He does. Oh, well, I don't know. I don't trust it. Sorry, I just have a question. Yeah. Oh, never mind. I thought that the author was Julia Quinn and no. that she wrote a review on her own book <laughs> and I was about to yell at someone. <laughs> no, the author's Tessa Dare, which actually is one of my first favorite romance authors i've heard that name yeah we've never actually read her on the podcast before Mm. but we're gonna read this one i really like this cover yeah it looks very old-timey um this is what we want when we want a romance novel this is what we want yeah it's very old-timey harlequin it's very sensual but still romantic yeah kind of like it's intriguing like you really want to be you want to know what happens next the whole cover is just a sheet like it's a bed sheet. It is a full bed. A I love full it. bed sheet, and they're both in the bed sheets naked, and he's behind her, and she's looking over her shoulder very seductively. And my question is, how are they laying like that? Is this a sexual position? Because well, nothing would be lining look, he's up. He's clearly photoshopped in behind her. Yeah, very. Well, these <laughs> aren't real people. Her. These are. This is a drawing. Yeah, it's his face looks kind of real, though. I think it's just a really good drawing. But wow. Look at that hair. But like her hair is beautiful. What position is this? This would be if they were standing up. I think he, that he's also in her ass right now. He's for sure no, giving he's her anal. He's in her lower back. <laughs> no, his penis his would dick be, would be here. His penis would be right here. And that's her belly button. That's her hips. So that would be her ass. No. Controversy. <laughs> Controversy. Controversy. Um, okay. Can anyways. I tell you the back? Okay, I'm ready. Okay. I'm really excited because I we haven't I don't think we've done Regency this season. Oh, this is Regency. It's Regency. We're doing historical baby. Okay. I had to bring it back. I was like, where's my OG? What is it called again? Wicked. A week to be wicked. A week to be wicked. Baby. My favorite Tessa Dare novel is called The Lady is Daring. Yeah. Does she only do Regency? I don't know, but I've only read her Regency books. Mm. Yeah. I think she's very in on the Regency. I like it. But this one's called A Week to be Wicked. Give it to me. When a devilish lord and a blue stocking set off on the road to ruin, time is not on their side. Are the blue stockings necessary? So a blue stocking is a word. It means a woman who is smart. A woman who is like bookish and not in on like fashion. I really thought it was just a man in blue stockings. No. So I am not blue stockings. You are not. <laughs> um, yeah. So it was like an olden age terms for a girl who had like no interest in mainstream stuff. Like she was very like her nose in books. Her nose sure. in, in the books. Okay. Yeah. Minerva Highwood, one of Spindle Cove's confirmed spinsters, needs to be in Scotland. Needs. She needs to she be in needs Scotland. It. Colin Sandhurst, Lord Payne, a rake of the First Order, needs to be anywhere but Spindle Cove. Anywhere. These unlikely partners have one week to fake an elopement, to convince family and friends they're in love, to outrun armed robbers, to survive their worst nightmares, to travel 400 miles without killing each other. Us. All <laughs> Seriously. <yes. laughs> Every road trip we go on. Every road trip, plus faking an elopement. Both our families think we're being lesbians. Are you being lesbian? Are you being lesbians? All while sharing a very small carriage by day and an even smaller bed by night. Us. (laughs) We have a week to be wicked, Michaela. Divided by a curtain. We do in St. John's. Yeah. What they don't have time for is their growing attraction. We we don't have time for why is this us? <laughs> I seriously don't have time for you right now. <laughs> I don't have time for this. I you need to go away. Put on a shirt. <laughs> yeah, you you never wear a shirt. Also. Never. <laughs> I never clothed. They don't have time for is their growing attraction, mm-hmm. much less wild passion. And heaven forbid they spend precious hours bearing their hearts and souls. God forbid. Suddenly one week seems like exactly enough time to find a world of trouble. And maybe, just maybe, everlasting love. That's the back. It's kind of fun. It's like quirky. 
Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I kind of zoned out a little. <laughs> when do you not zone out, though? Do you want me to read it again? No, it was just so lovey and whatever. And I was making fun of it. So their Regency, they got to travel. They're faking a marriage. And then there's robbers. Yeah. That's what I got. Is oh, that that's accurate? Actually pretty good. Thank you. Yeah. I sometimes listen to keywords. I'm really great on this podcast. Yeah, you're really good. You're very useful. <laughs> I I like it. It's a very classic story. Yeah. So I hope that it's really good sex. Yeah, we'll see. Is the sex at the end of the book? Is there only one scene? The sex is there's not only mm. one scene. It's kind of at the scenes. end. Yeah. It's kind of at the end. Classic like Regency. Two thirds of the way. Mm. Okay. Okay. Great. Give us the lowdown. Let me find the page so I don't forget anything. Okay, I'm ready. So Minerva. I hate that name. It's a witch name, which like I love witches. All women are witches, like in the best way possible. But Minerva, who looks at their baby and goes. in total control of herself. Minerva. 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 I don't like it. She is a geologist. Of course she is. I think she's like. 25, which in Regency times, if you weren't married by 25, you were fucking disgusting, ancient, no one loves you, go live in a hole. Um, I'm still single. (laughs) Psych, I wasn't talking about Regency, I was talking about present day. Sorry, this is my diary. (laughs) My name is Minerva in my diary. Minerva. Oh my god, it's like Chuck Tingles, Minerva. Maybe that's why I hated it. Yeah. That's what I, I literally was thinking Harry Potter. Yeah. But I was like, there's no one in Harry Potter. Yeah, no, it's Minerva is. McGonagall. Oh, McGonagall. I forgot yeah. what her first name was. Honestly, that. we stand McGonagall. We can give Minerva Highwood a chance. Fine. So she's a geologist. She loves rocks, fossils, all these things. So she is like extremely learned in these things. She's gone digging. She's re- read all the books. We would not be friends. She wants... <laughs> What happened to women supporting women? Not if they like rocks. (laughs) Out of all of the things in the world, why is it like, you know what? That boulder. Out of all the things in the world, why are we in theater? Because it's interesting. Well, maybe rocks are interesting to her. Rocks don't sing and dance. You're going to fight musical theater and rocks? No, I'm just saying that you can't judge someone on their career choice. I'm judging. I can't pay my rent, but I'm judging. Mom and dad are fighting. Um, so she needs to go to Edinburgh. Needs. She, no, she really needs to because there's a geologist symposium happening where she can show some of her findings, like a new like thesis, and win a prize. So the prize, but she doesn't want the prize. She just wants to share her findings because she found a fossil of an imprint of a dinosaur's foot, and that's oh. never been discovered before. It looks like a large lizard foot. Okay. And she's like, this is crazy. I need to take it to Edinburgh, to the Geological Society, and show my findings. Okay. No one knows I'm a woman there, but I'm going to show up and be a woman. I was just going to ask, like, what era is this? Because she it's can't be a geologist. No, she can't. But she is a member of the society as M.R. Highwood. So everyone just assumes she's a man. She J.K. rowling it. She J.K. rowling it. Minus the... Minus the, the trans-exclusionary yes. feminism. Yeah. Okay. So she's like, I need to go to Edinburgh. It's in a week. Where did she study to be a geologist as a woman? Or did she just look at rocks? She like did her own research. She She went to the library. She self-proclaimed a geologist. She self-taught. But she's had her works published in the... Oh. Yeah. Is she a famous author? She might be a well-respected geologist. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Go McGonagall. Yeah. Go McGonagall. (laughs) Go Minerma. Minerma. Okay. Colin. Great. Yeah. So Colin. Yeah. What's his last name? um, Sandhurst. Okay. He's Lord Payne. Pleasure Payne. Pleasure Payne. Pleasure Payne. Lord Pleasure Payne. Lord Pleasure Payne. I kind of like it. Yeah. He's a rake, which means he sleeps around. He's a slut. Is that a male term for a slut? Yeah. It's a male term in Regency era um, because only men could be sluts. But it's like a douchebag. It's like the Regency term for a douchebag. Oh, my God. We need to bring that back. For a fuck boy. We need to make rake happen. Yeah, you are. You, you can- rake? Filthy, conniving rake. Rake? <gasps> we need to start calling men rakes. Yeah, 1,000. Let's bring it back. I love this. Smuts assemble. Do you hear the call? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're such idiots. <laughs> but actually, though. Yeah, seriously. Rake. 
So he's been exiled from London by exiled. his family to this like small town by the sea. Because he's a rake. Spindles Cove. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's a rake. And because he doesn't inherit his money until he he's a like wife. a certain age. I think until he's like 20 something, 25 probably. Sure. And his family's like, nowhere are you wasting all your money in London sleeping around. So you're just going to go sit in the country and be, you're going to be in the military. Love it. For until you're 25, which is in like three months. But he's like, I can't do it. So he needs money. Don't we all? Minerva knows him by proxy. He's just like in the town. And she's like, listen, I need to get to Edinburgh by this day, which is in a week. And I know I will win because she found a freaking dinosaur foot. Yeah. So she's going to get the 500 guineas. And she's like, if you take me to Edinburgh, I'll give you that money. And then you'll have 500 guineas. I don't know. She's like, yeah, she's like, I don't need the money. I just want the recognition. Women. Yeah. So he's like, no, I won't do it. But then he's like, okay, yeah, maybe I'll do it. But then he's like, no, I won't do it. But then he tells her, yes, I'll do it. So she's like, okay, meet me at the street at this time. I'll take the mail coach and you ride beside it just so you can escort me. And then we can find a carriage in London. So he comes in the morning. He's like trying to convince her not to go. But she's like, the mail coach is here. I'm leaving. And then he's like, okay, I guess I'll come. Make sure you don't die. Oh. So he ends up going. Okay. There's lots of adventures on the road. He's very charming. So he's like spinning tales. They're like making up like stories. And mm-hmm. she's like very logistical. She's like very serious. So he, she's like, stop joking around. This isn't funny. But he's like being a doofus and like makes her laugh. He's a rake. He's a rake. He sounds like a nice man though. Yeah. He's very, he's very charming. He's a kind person. He just sleeps around. He just sleeps around. Who, who the hell cares? Oh, but he has like insomnia because, oh, because his, his dark and twisted past. He has the dark and twisted past. You want to guess what it is? Um, okay. His dark and twisted past is that he got kicked in the head by a donkey. <laughs> Why is it always getting kicked it's in the head? It's getting kicked. I know men are stupid, but they're born that way. No, I think that his mother died when he was very young and his father was very abusive and awful and hence him now trying to just find women he needs he needs a female figure in his life you are not completely off the mark you know what this is his dark and twisted past okay when he was young he was in a carriage with his mom and his dad and the carriage crashed and he watched his parents bleed out in the carriage oh my god he was the only one that survived And he's scared of dogs because he was in the carriage all night and all day with his dead parents. And the wild dogs came and scratched at the windows trying to eat his parents. (gasps) That's that's twisted. Isn't that fucked up? That's definitely dark. Yeah. So he can't sleep at night. Okay. Because trauma. Because trauma. And that's why he's a rake because the only way he can sleep is with someone in bed with him. Oh, Oh, that's kind of sad. (laughs) Colin, 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 we'll and McGonagall, we'll save you. Oh, okay. Well, you yeah. know what? I feel for him. I liked him before, just the way that he was acting, <laughs> just the way that he was, just the way, way he was. was. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, but that's a really sad past. Yeah, that's really that's very fucked yeah, up. Yeah, Tessa Dare said, "I'm here to play, bitches." Yeah. So shit happens on the road. They're having fun. They get attacked by highwaymen. And all this whole time, yeah, robbers, this whole time they have this huge like trunk with the dinosaur foot mold in it. And they've called her Francine. So it's like they must protect Francine. Like without fail, they have to protect Francine because that's like the money and her livelihood. Yeah. And then so they're attacked by robbers. They have to like run away. Minerva ends up shooting someone. And then they're falling in love with each other, obviously. This sounds cute. I'm rooting for this. Yeah. I enjoy this. Yeah. So the scene before the sex okay. scene yeah. is they find a country fair. They played yeah. carnival games. Yeah. They ate really good food. They hadn't eaten food in a while. Colin made a wager with another young man, like a fop, someone who's like pompous and mm. like, you suck. A shooting wager, like a gunshot. Mm. Oh, this is what I was saying. This is what I forgot. So in Spindle Cove, 
the women learn how to shoot guns because it's kind of like a military mm. encampment. Cool. One of the dads of the women or something made all the guns and was like, my daughters are going to learn how to shoot. So they kind of made it like all the women of Spindle Cove know how to shoot mm. and they're all really good. Like okay. shots. Great. So Colin makes a wager with the fop. I bet you a hundred pounds that my lady here is a better shot than you. And of course mm. they're like, of course. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll take that bet. Mm-hmm. And she does it blindfolded. She hits the bullseye blindfolded. Ladies. She's sexy. Yeah, baby. I want to date Minerva. Yeah. Minerva's got some nerve. Yeah. So actually, Colin did it for himself first. He's like, I'll shoot it. And then they, he gets accused of cheating. So then he puts Min up as the wager. They win. They take the money. And they are running away from everyone because the guys are chasing them. They lose them. And then they find a little like a shepherd's hut in a field. And now they're going to fuck. Now they're going to fuck. Okay. How is that for a plot? I like it. Yeah. It's very simplistic, but like still has some adventure. Yeah. And I feel even just you describing it, I'm like, I like the relationship. I think it's kind of cute. Yeah. Because she's like very serious and like button up, you know, and he's very like goofy and like wants to make her laugh. Yeah, I like that. Which this. I love that. I love a good like grumpy sunshine moment. That's us. It is us, but it like switches depending on the day. Mm-hmm. Who's grumpy and who's sunshine. <laughs> this is true. Okay, cool. Okay. I like it. I'm excited. Let's freaking read this thing. Let's freaking read it. Okay, I'm so ready to read this to you. I'm ready. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. I feel like I'm. this book is going to be solid. Great. I really hope we're not disappointed. <sighs> I'm really scared. So they found the shepherd's hut. They found it. Yeah. Okay. This is very Jesus in the manger. Oh, my God. This She's is how he was conceived. <laughs> Colin had to stoop to fit through the small doorway. Inside, they found... She already has something to, to say. Be foot inside of her. <laughs> I literally thought it was going right into sex. To fit in her small doorway. Like, Hello. Inside, they found just a small cook stove, a lamp, various crooks and other shepherding implements, and a narrow cot. Still breathing hard from exertion, Minerva found a flint and lit the lamp. Do you want to know something? As the yellow light warmed the space, she turned her gaze to Colin. Today is my birthday. He laughed. Really? (laughs) No, not really, she giggled helplessly. But if it were, it would have been the best one ever. Colin, you were unbelievable. You were amazing. He took her by the waist. His chest rose and fell with a resonant sigh. I'm already in love with this. This is so cute. But take away the accents and we'd be like, what the fuck is she talking about? (laughs) Yeah, you fucking disgusting whore. (laughs) She's like, it's my birthday. Is it? Not really. Not really. (laughs) We'd be like, burn the book. (laughs) Hate her. (laughs) You are amazing. Oh, so they've um, hooked up before this. Oh, okay. Yeah, basically, she's like, I'm never going to get married. So like, teach me about pleasure. And he's like, okay, you're hot. Sure. Let's do it. Um, And actually, it's really funny because the first couple days they convinced this family that they were brother and sister. (gasps) And so they were traveling with this family to get closer to Edinburgh. Mm -hmm. And then one night at an inn, they were hooking up and he gave her an orgasm and she cried. Yeah, she screamed. It was because they were turned on because the couple beside them was having sex. Mm. And she was like, what's happening? Someone's getting murdered. And he's like, no, let me show you what they were doing. And then the next morning, it's the family. It's the mom and dad from the family. And they're like, disgusting. You <gasps> incestuous fucking. Ew. Yeah, they're like, brother and sister fucking. You <gasps> are disgusting. Stay away from us. Oh, my God. How Game of Thrones. Yeah, it was hilarious. I laughed. Incest. It was funny. But anyways, they've hooked up before. Okay. They know Great. each other's bodies. Love this. Yeah. But she's never had a penis inside of her. Correct. Okay. His words of praise gave her goose flesh. But as he pulled her close, a strange round obstacle squished between them. His brow wrinkled in confusion. Oh, she said, laughing. Pulling back a bit, she fished the obstacle out of her overskirt pocket and held it up for his view. I saved you a peach. He looked at the peach. (laughs) That's so sexual. (laughs) Then he looked at her. Minerva. Awareness tingled over every inch of her skin. 
the hunger in his eyes, the smoldering heat between their bodies. This wasn't a lesson or an experiment to satisfy scientific curiosity. It wasn't pretense of any sort. This was real. He bent his head by slow degrees, teasing out the moment, making her reach for him, stretch for him, ache for him, until finally his hand slid to cradle her neck and he took her mouth in a deep, passionate kiss. She let the peach slip from her fingers and tumble to the straw-covered ground, the better to fill her hands with him. They kissed and grappled, tangling tongues and weaving their fingers into each other's hair. See, that's so hot, but it made me think of season one, episode one. When she drops the poinsettia. Poinsettia on the ground. But she dropped the peach. But this one but was different. more... Mm-mm. This one was better because I could picture it like yeah. softly falling from yes. her fingers. Like she's just so entranced and then she forgets about the peach and, goes, and the peach boom, just boom, falls boom. on the ground. And it just lands on the hay. Yeah. And then the, the camera pans and they're like passionately yeah, making yeah, yeah. out with each other. It's like grabbing. Poinsettias on the ground. So much grabbing. It's different though. Yeah, it's different. <laughs> Poinsettia and she's crying. Yeah. Minerva is not crying. I'm already, I'm here for this. Minerva's a smart lady. She is. It seemed they couldn't get close enough, couldn't kiss deeply enough, couldn't press enough skin to skin. Her nipples came to tight points. She felt the hard ridge of his erection jutting against her belly, and her mind slowly caught up to what their bodies already knew. There was only one way to satisfy this need, only one means of achieving the closeness she craved. Mm. Minerva, he slid his tongue from her throat to her ear. I was really thinking inside the mouth in her throat ah! because I thought that they were still kissing and it was like, and then Let just me- like licked all the way to her ear from her mouth, from across, her throat, across her cheek to inside her ear. It's just like a slug being dragged Ew, across her face. That's disgusting. He deep throated her with his tongue. He <laughs> he choked a horse her. tongue. He gagged her. She like literally vomits in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> one time dharma was brushing her teeth <laughs> and we were okay so when we were on our road trip adventure we stopped in whistler and she we whatever we were at a hostel she started making out with this one guy Classic. and it was really cute and so i was like okay bye like i'm gonna turn in for the night so i'm walking to the washroom to go and brush my teeth and i both of them are just like literally eating each other in front of the bathroom and i was like oh no <laughs> like i don't want to interrupt it was the I only really empty to, hallway <laughs> i really need to brush my teeth so then the guy like i made direct eye contact with the guy and it was so awkward and so then they left and then dharma came into the washroom later and we're talking about the guy i'm like okay so tell me all the deets she's brushing her teeth we're making direct eye contact she's brushing her teeth brushing her teeth and then she just gags on her toothbrush <laughs> but so nonchalantly just goes and then continues to talk as if nothing happened. And I was like, did you just gag? What's happening right now? It honestly happens all the time. So it's like nothing new for me. Like I have the worst gag reflex, honestly. Mid conversation. Yeah, so we were just, and then he did this. To- <laughs> it's true. I do that all the time. So funny. It's mostly in the morning because for some reason I'm like nauseous in the morning usually. Mm-hmm. Um, my gag reflex is on it in the morning she's on fleek she's on fleek in the morning <laughs> you've always said on fleek in so long oh my god that was like so 2016 you're so 2000 and late yeah babe. i got that boom 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 <laughs> anyways i thought everyone should know that story dharma's probably gonna cut it out because she's upset with me but <laughs> i thought everyone should know <laughs> no it's great tell everyone my hookup life you're welcome yeah um he just deep-throated her throat yeah. with his tongue, and now she, he's kissing her ear. Yeah. I want to make love to you. <gasps> just at the words, that bold, unequivocal statement of intent, fire raced through her veins. This is what we were saying a few days ago. We were talking to our mutual guy friend about how if you have been given consent, when a man just, like, tells you what he wants to do to you. Yeah. Nothing is hotter. Nothing is hotter. Nothing makes me more nervous. Yes. Like nothing heats my bo- my body temperature. Yes. Nothing skyrockets my pulse like a man saying, I want to fuck you. Yes. And for the women, if you want the same thing, all you have to do is get really close to a man. <gasps> almost get close tell to us. kissing them. Yeah, tell I'll us, tell Michaela. you. This is my TED talk. 
you get really close to them you maybe like brush your hand up against their arm or whatever Mm. barely touching but like so close and then you just say do i make you nervous (gasps) that's it that's cute that's the one i like that because they are nervous yeah they're nervous anyways there were a dozen reasons why she might refuse him but they were all someone else's reasons her mother's her peers society's she'd already left all those expectations behind if minerva consulted herself there was no question her body craved the feel of his skin against hers her ever curious intellect was eager to experience physical passion with him and her heart oh her heart was already his for the breaking oh isn't that cute regency can get away with that shit it really can't because it's warranted yeah we picked up this book with pride and prejudice in mind yes yeah if night stalker or whatever the fuck night night, sh- <laughs> night stalker <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, if if last week's episode Night Shift had freaking words like this, I would throw the book across the room. Disgusting. The unicorn. <laughs> the powder, the penis powder. The magic powder in the penis straws. Oh my god, the penis straws. <sighs> Keg of lube. Sorry. <laughs> Don't taint this book I with can't. that sorry, disgusting sorry. literature. I didn't say anything. Oh, her heart was already his for the breaking. His hands went to the knotted overskirt ties. With deft motions, he untied them and slid the garment free. Then he started on the row of hooks down her back. His voice grew rough with need. I promised you I wouldn't do this. Hell, I promised myself I wouldn't do this. But I can't help it, Min. I want you so badly. I love that he calls her Min. Okay, this book is just so cute. It's already. so cute. I also love when men undress women. Oh, my God. Why don't more men do this? They're just like, take your shirt off. Especially back in the day, too, because that's a task. So difficult. You have to know how to. Yeah. It's almost better that you were a rake back in the old days. It's true. Practiced. Yeah, practiced. With chlamydia, probably. But 1,000% syphilis. She kissed his throat and pressed her body to his, hoping to show him what she couldn't quite find words to say. That she wanted him, too needed his touch. As he worked the closures of her gown loose, she tangled her fingers in his wavy hair. Colin, she sighed. His hands went to her shoulders. His gaze searched hers. If you don't want this, tell me so. He swallowed hard. Say the word, and I'll stop. Don't stop. In answer, she merely drew the sleeves of her gown down her arms and pushed the blue silk to her feet. He took one of her hands to steady her as she stepped free of the gown. Oh, McGonagall. Oh, get out. Minerva. Standing back a pace, he made a wistful noise in his throat. Just look at you. So lovely. Get out of here with this shit. (laughs) Wait, what's a wistful noise? Wistful is like longingly. Okay, make the noise. (laughs) (laughs) Stop making me do these things. Do it. (sighs) you know what that wasn't bad actually yeah i was picturing her it's like like you want she warmed with pleasure as he surveyed the items she'd drawn from her trousseau that morning her lacy white chemise bottom flattering corset and silk stockings if she'd been saving them for anything other than this moment with him she couldn't remember it this mad triumphant day at the fair this snug humble place to spend the night the unveiled desire in his eyes as he regarded her. This felt like all she'd ever wanted. She opened her trunk and found those embroidered sheets she'd stitched and saved for some unlikely wedding night. Together, they spread them on the narrow cot. Even if she went to her grave a spinster, she would still have known more passion in this one night than some women experienced in a lifetime. Mm -hmm. She vowed to savor every touch, remember every caress, keep her eyes open for each and every moment. Even now, as he kissed the soft place beneath her ear, he took her by the waist and spun her around. With her back to him, she trembled as he worked the laces of her corset loose. At last, the restrictive garment fell away from her body and she drew a deep, intoxicating breath. With a soft groan, he gathered her close. The solid muscles of his chest supported her weight as he lifted and cupped her breasts through her chemise. 
Her breath quickened as he stroked and caressed the soft globes, thumbing her nipples to taut, eager peaks. Globes. Globes is a hard no. I don't like it. I really, I all I picture is literal globes of the earth. Yeah. It makes me think kind of like almost of like fake breasts yes, a little bit. same. Because they're so perfectly so round. So perfectly round, which yeah. fake breasts are not a bad thing at all. Like, no. Great. But I don't know. It makes me, it's weird how they're, when they're described as globes because it makes them feel well, because boobs aren't really that circular. Like they're, yeah. they usually like point out or they're a little bit more oval. Yeah. Like it's not really circular. Yeah. Globes is just, it's not sensual enough, I don't think. No, but it is nice. It's not like a grotesque. It's not like mound. Word. Yeah. Oh, if they say mound. Okay, bets. Well, bets? you've already read it. I honestly don't remember. Okay, bets if they say mound. I say, I think she says mound. I think she says mound. I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. They say mound a lot in Regency. Yeah, always. She turned in his embrace, wanting her turn to touch. Sliding her hands under his lapels and towards his shoulders, she cleaved the coat from his body. He shook the heavy garment down his arms and tossed it aside. She gathered the loose fabric of his shirt and yanked it free of his waistband, sliding her hands beneath to explore the smooth, muscled contours of his torso. He lifted his arms overhead as much as he could with the low ceiling and she drew the shirt up and over his shoulders. Once his shirt was removed, he directed her to do likewise. Minerva stretched her arms tall as he gathered the thin, gauzy fabric of her chemise and drew it up her body, slowly, reverently, until he pulled the shift over her head and arms. With a flick of one hand, he tossed it aside. Then his hands made a slow, languid sweep back in reverse, skimming down her stretched arms, over her breasts, her waist, her hips, awakening every part of her with his touch. His palms were a little roughened from his thatching work that morning. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Michaela literally has an orgasm as soon as they mention hands. Just from that, his it's rough the, hands. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's it. That's all I need. That's your wistful sound. Uh. Uh. <laughs> I'm the baby with peanut butter. Ah. <laughs> That whole description was so good. So good. I liked just everything about it, like gathering her sh- her shirt yeah. up. Like it makes you like think of the hand movement. It's and very, then the fact that it slowly came yeah. down. Like, this is it's very cinematic. It is. Like it's like I'm watching a movie right now. Like yeah. I can picture it. I really can. And I'm not I feel like sometimes in books I can't picture those characters. I'm picturing myself doing it. Yeah. But I can picture these two doing it. Yeah. Which is next level because a lot of books don't get to that. No. You really, yeah, yeah you don't feel the characters themselves. You just no. feel the sex. But I see this. Wow. Yeah. His palms were a little roughened from his thatching work that morning, but the delicious friction only increased her excitement. It let her know this was real. She stood before him bare, save for her stockings and garters. He ran one hand over her backside and down her thigh. She thought he would untie her garter, but instead he smoothed his hand over the delicate silk. Lifting her leg, he wrapped her thigh over his hip, drawing her close. Her breasts met his bared chest, and as they kissed, she couldn't help but rub them against his solid heat, easing their dull ache. He moaned into her mouth. Oh, that's a good one. Nothing hotter than a man moaning. In your mouth, too? Uh, oh, my God. This is not allowed. This is not allowed. Can you leave the room, please? I yeah, I gotta to take go. care of. <laughs> I gotta go. He worked a hand between them, gently cupping and stroking her sex. Oh, okay, her sex. I like that better than mound. A muscle in her inner thigh quivered, and she felt herself growing damp. He pressed two fingers inside her, pushing deep, until the heel of his hand rested firm against her mound. There it is. There it is. There it is. There it fucking is. Okay, everyone do a shot. <laughs> her body's reaction was immediate, intense. As he rocked his hand back and forth, she moved with him, riding his motions and moaning in time to his gentle thrusts. So close. She was already so close. He withdrew his fingers, and she whimpered at the sudden loss. As he lifted her and lay her down on the bed, his voice shook with need. Damn it. I know I should be selfless. I should give you pleasure first. But I want to be in you. I want to be so deep inside you when you come. 
What the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? I'm so upset. This is so good. This is not allowed. In a Regency book? Tessa dare we fucking see you, girl. She dared. She's the lady who's daring. (laughs) To that, she could muster no protest. She watched him as he sat on the trunk and wrestled out of his boots and breeches. As his erection sprang free of his unbuttoned falls, she reached for the enticing, dusky curve. We haven't read Regency in so long. So every time you say something, I think of like breaching the breaches. I think I'm like shimmy shimmies. shimmies. <laughs> <laughs> I literally was thinking about that. Yes. Too. Yeah. yeah. So good. We should put that on a shirt. <gasps> breaching the breaches. Breaching the breaches. <laughs> shimmy your shimmies. Shimmy your shimmies. <laughs> <laughs> he made her free to explore, spreading his thighs wide so she could stroke his full length and cup the vulnerable sack beneath. Oh, my God. (laughs) He sighed deeply as she caressed him. She dabbed at the bead of moisture welling from his tip, spreading it with circling motions of her thumb. He grabbed her wrist, staying her hand. With a hoarse chuckle, he said, I can't take much more of that. Then come to me. The words made her feel bold and seductive. She stretched sinuously on the cot, making her whole body an invitation writ in pale pink calligraphy. He wasted no time accepting. He moved between her legs, spreading her thighs wide. The full length of his shaft teased up and down her sex, making her mindless with pleasure. By the time he positioned the broad, smooth head of his cock at her opening, she ached to be filled. Mm -hmm. That was really good. Mm -hmm. This is all very good. You're so wet, he groaned, (gasps) pushing forward. Colin. No, it's so good. Oh, you hated it? No, it was good. Okay. I, because it's earned. Yeah. He earned saying that and he didn't say it in a way that's like, I make you so wet, which would also be fine in a certain situation. Yeah. But like, it's just a statement. It's so simple. Yeah. Yet if you earn it, oh my God. Deceased. Dead. Dead on arrival. You're so wet. He groaned, pushing forward. So wet and so tight. At the slow, startling invasion, she couldn't suppress a sharp cry of pain. Her eyes flew wide and she gasped for a breath. It was done. He was in her. They were making love. Yeah. It felt wonderful and terrible all at once. The flood of sensations and emotions overwhelmed her. Her breasts molded to the firm weight of his chest. Her heart swelled with a poignant tenderness. But mostly, between her legs, it hurt like the devil. Colin knows what he's doing, she told herself. Surely it would start to feel marvelous soon. Any moment now. He slid out a little, then pushed back in, plunging deeper this time and stretching her wider. She knew from her own explorations he was thickest at the root. The further he advanced, the more the pain increased. She wavered on the brink of begging him to stop altogether. Can you... She panted for breath. Just wait a moment. With a curse, he pressed his brow to her shoulder. I hate that I've hurt you. I hate that I've done this to you at all. He lifted his head. God, Min, I'm so sorry. I'll make it up to you, I swear. I don't know how, but I'll make it right. Just make it good. She gave him a brave smile. You do know how to do that. His mouth tipped in a lopsided, arrogant grin. (laughs) That much I hope I can manage. He didn't press any deeper. Instead, he gave her the pause she'd requested and refocused his attention on matters close to hand. Balancing his weight on one elbow, he framed her breast in his cupped fingers and sucked her nipple into his mouth. He mouthed her lazily, swirling his tongue around and over the sensitive peak. With every flick of his nimble tongue, a shiver of bliss spread through her body. Good boy. Good job. As he transferred his attentions to the other breast, the pain where they were joined began to ease. Her intimate muscles relaxed around his girth, and the swollen bud at the crest of her sex ached for attention. Mm -hmm. Instinctively, she arched and rolled her hips, seeking friction. She found it but the motion also pulled him deeper, brought them closer. She gasped, 
surprised (laughs) (laughs) surprised by the sudden pleasure. He moaned around her nipple. All pain was forgotten as she tried to duplicate the sensation, writhing against him again. Then again, and again, taking him deeper in tantalizing increments. With each motion, his pelvis rubbed hers just where she needed it, taking her arousal to new heights. Yes, he said, shifting his weight and driving forward. That's it, love. He slid one hand beneath her bottom, lifting her up and against him as he thrust deeper still. It's better now, is it? Yes, she whispered. He thrust harder. Yes? Yes! She clutched his shoulders. Oh, Colin, it's so good! Burying his face in her neck, he muttered something that sounded like, Thank God! He set a rhythm, strong and steady, probing just a bit deeper with every stroke. She felt him reaching places she hadn't dreamed existed, and still she craved more. When his full length was at last buried inside her, he rested a moment, holding their bodies close and joined. His eyes shone with emotion. I've been wanting this, Min, for longer than you could know. She touched his cheek. So have I. He kissed her sweetly as he began to thrust again, deep and steady, real and true. She arched into his motions, growing desperate for more. At his silent urging, she wrapped her legs over his and he slid deeper still. Now he stroked against some dark, sweet, essential place inside her, wrenching a joyful sob from her throat with each teasing thrust. She clutched at his back, digging her fingernails into his flesh. Her teeth scraped his shoulder. (gasps) Don't stop. Please don't ever stop. I literally haven't talked in like 20 years. Yeah. Oh, my God. And like, it's it's just so it's so good. It's It's so so good. good. And there are like some little bits where I'm like, ooh, 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 oh no, where are we going? And then it just comes right back. It comes right back. <sighs> she rode the wave of pleasure higher and higher until it broke. He held her tight, stroking on and on as she spiraled and tumbled through bliss. He raised up on his arms, working her from a new, deeper angle. His pace accelerated and the force of his thrusts increased. She loved the feeling the need strung tight in his muscles. Loved knowing how much he wanted her, seeing the pained expression of desire on his face. Yes. Loved taking him just as deep and as hard and as fast as he wanted to go. Yes. As though if they collided hard enough, they might be meshed into one person. They could be meshed into one person if he didn't take care. Colin, she panted. We must be careful. I know, I know. You just feel... He groaned on a deep, hard thrust. So sweet, so right, so good, so very, 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 with a deep... (laughs) (laughs) My girl is dying. Oh my God. I'm not a Regency lady, but I really like it. (laughs) Oh my God. With a deep, guttural cry, he pulled free of her body. He slumped forward, shuddering in her arms. His seed spilled over her belly like a confession of some kind. Oh my god. A warm, vital secret. She stroked his back as his breathing eased. Yeah. He was so quiet. This was Colin in her arms. Mm -hmm. And he was never quiet. Mm -mm. As he lay there, (laughs) heavy and silent atop her chest, she began to worry. Had she performed well? Perhaps she hadn't done enough, or maybe she'd done too much. Perhaps he would have wished her to be louder or bolder or just different somehow. She was on the verge of apologizing and begging him to give her a second chance when he rolled to the side. Oh, Min, that was unbelievable. I never dreamed how good it could be with... He smoothed her hair back from her face. (sighs) With you. Ah! Tears of relief and happiness pricked at the corners of her eyes. He flopped onto his back and propped his head on one arm. You know, I probably shouldn't say this, but you could ask me for anything right now, anything at all, and it would be yours. Truly, she giggled. Whatever would I wish for? Gold, silver, pearls, rubies. Done, and done, and done, and done. 
the moon? Yours. I'll go snag it for you just as soon as I've caught my breath. Fuck f- this. Fuck this shit. Fuck it. Fuck everyone. A few stars as well, if you'd like. She nestled close to him. Don't bother. I can't imagine anything that would make this moment better. But that was a lie. There was one thing she wished she dared ask of him. If she could have anything she desired, she would ask only this. Love me. Love me and let me love you. The words burned on her tongue, but Minerva couldn't give them voice. What a hopeless coward she was. She could pound on his door at midnight and demand to be respected as an individual. She could travel across the country in hopes of being appreciated for her scholarly achievements. But she still lacked the courage to ask for the one thing she wanted most. To be loved. Just for herself. End of sex scene. That was so beautiful. It was very beautiful. That was gorgeous. I really was like, I think this is some of the best writing. Yeah. Because as a someone who is not a full Regency human, yeah. like you must be absolutely dying. I am fucking, I'm like, uh, on holiday right now. Yeah. <laughs> She's out to lunch. Yeah. She's gone fishing. Yeah. But for someone who, like, I don't really like it. I don't buy into that. Yeah. And this whole scene, she is, like, still a virgin and this is new. But the way that it was written was so, like, sensual and hot and yeah. sexy, but still loving. And I could really picture it. Yeah. It was so beautiful. It was so gorgeous. Tessa Dare. This is why Tessa Dare is my favorite Regency author. She, this is absolutely phenomenal. So good. 10 out of fucking 10. Yeah. I like have we given a 10 we've given a 10 priest was 10 priest was 10 I would give this you I know would what? also give this I would a give 10. it a 10 I think it is very unassuming yeah as a book you look at that and yeah. you're like oh it looks kind of dumb you're you look at it and you're like oh another dime store yeah it looks like a regular harlequin novel yeah like the cover is really sensual yeah and I really like it but like it doesn't look like much no a fucking 10 out of 10. This is beautiful. It is beautiful writing. Yeah. Very well Gorgeous done. writing. It made me fall in love with love, you know? Yeah. And I didn't even read the book, but yeah. I knew the characters. Yeah. They were fleshed out. Is yeah. Is that what it... Fleshed out? Yeah. They were fleshed out. You got it. It's like Bridgerton, but next level. It's next level it Bridgerton. It was a step up. Bridgerton was kind of like teen love. Yeah. And this was like full grown human understanding themselves love. 100%. Wow. Wow. Applause golf clap that was amazing we really went from a one out of ten last week to a ten out of to ten a this ten week. out of ten we're jumping we're we're flip-flopping this is this Bippity was bopping. so good this was so good so freaking good wow i guess tessa dare has made it on the list of approved authors yes approved author it was absolutely perfect like even because she described a first time virgin sex scene with like the pain in it yeah but then also like how you should be treating each other in the bedroom 100%. in situations like that. Like I would give this book to a prepubescent boy and be like, this is how you treat a woman. Yeah. 1000%. This is how you do it. Yeah. Go Colin. Go freaking go Colin Sandhurst. Lord and I Payne. really liked her too. Yeah. She was not whiny. No. She was very like. That's why we like the blue stockings. Yes. Because they have a head on their shoulders. Yes, always. But sometimes like they're too much the other end. Like it's like rude. Right. But she she was just like a normal human. She was a normal human being. Yeah. No, I like this book too because it's like she has no internalized shame really about sex. She's like, I'm a scientist and like this is something that I've never experienced. And like I've heard that you're really good at it. So like I would love to experience it with you. Yes. You know? Yeah. And she's very straightforward. Like it's great. She's like a modern day woman. She is. Yeah. I love it. She's ahead of her time. Go Minerva. Go fucking Minerva. I really hate her name still, but it's yes. okay. <laughs> yes, Minerva. that's okay. But I love that he calls her Min. Yeah, that's so Get cute. Out. That is like the cutest, but also like sexy nickname. Yeah. Min. Min. I want a hot, cute, sexy nickname. What? You don't like Miki? Meeks. <laughs> Meeks. Also, I feel like there's a time and a place when men ask for like where do you want me to come on you like it's very time and a place yeah but that the way that he came was just so 
outrageously it was fantastic. It was. And they even said seed. Yeah. And I didn't gasp. They said seed. They said mound. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think we only clocked mound because we were expecting it. We were expecting it. If we didn't have, if we didn't mention it before, would have blown right past it. No. And look at how beautiful the writing can be without you writing stupid, like her channel of love. Disgusting. Like they didn't even mention her vagina. No. And they didn't say anything. They didn't say anything about his penis. No. Did they? They said like his sack. His vulnerable sack, his dusky curve, the head of his cock. Sure, great. Right yeah. to the point. Yeah. See what it is. I hate like his rod inserted into my <laughs> channel of love <laughs> and the juices spilt out of my Ew. clam. Like, I don't know. Out of my clam. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. Oh my God. But this romance, the shit out of me. Yes. And there's more sex scenes, I assume. I think there's a, there's a, one more, I think maybe. Is the one where he just goes down on her good as well? Yeah. All of their like um, explorations right. are good. There's I love one it. where he like, fingers her and then there's one where she's like exploring his penis mm. and he's just laying around and i love like this dying because she's doing so good i would read this book yeah and i am not a regency lady yeah and then after this sex scene of course there's a misunderstanding of course not a misunderstanding but like he feels bad that he seduced her mm. like that he ruined her reputation and she's mm. like i don't give a shit about my reputation mm-hmm. why do you care when i don't well, it's because he has construed thoughts about sex. Yeah. Because he only uses it to better himself. And he's like, I used you. Yeah. And she's like, you didn't use me. I gave myself freely to you. Mm-hmm. And then I don't want to spoil have it. Rights. But they get to Edinburgh and it's very last minute. And then there's sexism involved. And mm-hmm. then he of comes course. to her rescue. Cute. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. And then it's really cute. I'm going to spoil the ending. That's fine. The epilogue is them like staying at his country house because mm-hmm. he's a lord yeah so he yeah. has lots of land and he is living at the country house they're engaged because mm-hmm. they love each other mm-hmm. but they haven't gotten married yet it's been like three months and they still uh-huh. haven't got married because they still want to date and get to know each other isn't that so cute get out of here they like he like walks to the village every day to court her <laughs> men like this don't exist no this is why i have unrealistic expectations yeah babe but they shouldn't be unrealistic. No, this is like stand. This is bare minimum. This is bare minimum. You should walk miles every day to court me. To court me. But it doesn't even have to. It's a gesture. Yeah. Like it doesn't have to be anything about buying me anything. It's not supposed to be a chore. It's Nothing, supposed to be like no. you want to spend time you with me. You want to. Yeah. You want to get to know me. You want to put sex on the back burner because you want to see me as a person. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But even just have sex with or me just really have nicely. Sex with me. It has nothing to do with the sex, but it's like walk miles, bring me one little tiny flower weed that you picked out of the yeah, ground. Bring me a weed that made you think of me. Like and then fuck me senseless. Then pound me against the wall. That's all I want. Is that too much to ask for? It is it though. Is. It apparently Which is. is so fucking depressing. The last guy that I dated I went and saw one of his rugby games and he literally didn't acknowledge me. That's disgusting. Isn't that disgusting? Like that, those are the men out there. You traveled by public transit to go see his freaking rugby game. Which he asked me to come to. Which makes no sense. He asked you to come to his rugby game and he didn't even look at you. Yes. I hate him. He didn't. I was the last one in the stands and I called Dharma. It's true. She was on the phone with her for like 20 minutes while I just waited to see if he would come and say hello. And he didn't. And then I walked away. Yeah. And then he texted me. He chased you. He didn't chase me. He texted me and then he walked slowly as I waited. Ew. Those are the men that we're dealing with in this fucking world. We need more men written by women in the real world. Men need to go read books. Men need to. Okay, so there's um a romance novel series that I actually really love. I just read it this summer. Mm. But the first one is called The Bromance Club. Mm. The Bromance Book Club, where it's like this group of like macho, macho guys, most of them like in positions of power, like or like athletes, nightclub owners. And they get together once a week and read romance novels. <gasps> So that they can better their relationships with their significant others. I love that. And the whole book series is like about one of the different men in this book club. 
And it's so good. Okay. Because the men are feminists. Yes. Yes. And you don't even need to be, I feel like feminism scares men as a word, but you don't need to be like a raging feminist. You can just respect women. That's literally all it is. That's all that it means. We Being want you feminist, to respect us as humans. Yeah. And literally nowadays, the, the bare minimum is just like, don't be Andrew Tate. <gasps> like, that's the bare minimum. Oh, fucking God. Yeah. Yep. Like, bare if, you, minimum. if you don't listen to Andrew Tate, you're a feminist. <laughs> yeah. Like, seriously. <laughs> yeah. That's the bottom line. That it, because, well, and it should be better than that. It but should be better that than is that. literally all that we're asking. <laughs> Don't We're asking you not to slap us around and treat us like dogs. Yeah, that would be great. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you. <laughs> Respect me as a human. Hi. Hi, I'm here. Anyways, this is just turning into a bashing of men. <laughs> no, this is turning into we yearn for better men. We do. It's not even bashing men. It's like, where have all the good men gone and where are all the gods? Where it's the, the streetwise, streetwise Hercules, Hercules to fight the rising odds. Isn't there a wise man upon a fiery steed? Toss and turn, I sleep at night, and I dream of what I need. I don't know if those are the lyrics. I think you got it. Did I? I need Hot. a hero. I'm holding out for a hero. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We should all become... No, you know what? We should become that play. What's the one where the women withhold sex because the men are at war? It's a play. It is a play. What um, the fuck is it called? Oh, fuck. It's on the tip of my tongue. Liz Estrada. Liz Estrada. I didn't even have to look it up. I knew it. So the play is called Liz Estrada. And it's literally about a bunch of women who withhold sex because the men won't stop fighting at war. And I think that we, as women, should do this yeah. because the men are ruining the world. Well, have you seen um, hashtag when women's rights were deleted back with Roe v. Wade? Oh, <laughs> um, God, how yeah. all the women of America were like, new rule, I'm not having sex with a man unless he's got a vasectomy. Yeah. And I'm like, honestly, fuck yes. Snip, snap, snip, snap. I fuck with that. I have talked to so many men and they agree with that. Yeah. They're like, as a man, I would rather yeah. just get a vasectomy. Yeah. And then when I want to have children, reverse. just reverse it. Yeah. And I think that that is the easier in the long run. It doesn't fuck with your hormones. Yeah. It's literally one little surgery. You're done. You're done. For women, like... It's probably the same as if we get an IUD in. Yeah, 1000%. But women right now don't get pain medication for that. They're like, it's a simple procedure. But then you ask about it and they're like, well, it's close to childbirth, but it's a simple procedure. And we Isn't don't get offered up? anesthesia. And you have to pay for it if you get the non-hormonal, which is like over $400. It's disgusting. It's not covered by healthcare. And 1000% <sighs> vasectomies, they get anesthesia. One th and they're going to be covered by healthcare. 1000%. <laughs> Isn't that so fuck, Guys. Delete it. Okay, Liz Estrada. Let's Liz Estrada this shit. Let's Liz Estrada the entire society. Just go buy dildos. Balesa's having a Balesa's sale. Having they a don't sale. sponsor us. Bonji Bon, go buy some. Yes. Oh, my God. <sighs> okay, anyways, we really went off. But it's an important conversation. and That's um, our opinion. You should all go and read more Tessa Dare because this book is an icon. Yeah. An icon and a legend, and icon it's our and second legend. 10. It's our second 10. Look at us. Season two is whipping out the tens. There really? was not one 10 in season one. No, even looking back, because I know that we were kind of like withholding a 10. We're yeah. like, we'll wait for it. But these but felt right. No. Yeah, these ones feel right. Once you know, you know. And I kind of like that one of the tens is like a contemporary one mm -hmm. and a little bit more aggressive. And this is a very like wholesome. Yeah. If you Loving. aren't very kinky, it's like a nice first level like yeah. introduction to smut. 1000%. I would give this to someone to introduce them to erotica. 100%. Because it's got the banter too. Because yeah. that's half of it. It is. There's nothing like good banter in a romance yeah. novel. I would give them this and then Credence. <laughs> <laughs> and then no, Haunting and then Adeline. Haunting Adeline. <laughs> Be like roller coaster bitch. Yeah. Honestly. And then Chuck Tingles. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on tight. <laughs> Hold on tight. Ride that unicorn into the oh sunset. Oh, my God. Okay, anyways, this is getting really long, so we're going to sign off. We're going to sign off. You know the drill. You know where to find us. Follow us on Instagram <laughs> at Not Mother's Book Club. You can send your homewritten erotica to notmothersbookclub at gmail.com. And follow us on TikTok, which um, our handle is Not Your Mother's Book Club. For some really fun little things. You can also join our Patreon soon. Oh my God, not soon. soon. Do it now. You should just do it now. <laughs> do it yesterday. It's only $9 a month, which isn't much. And you get 
Let's Have a Quickie and an extra episode. And you get to vote on lots of things. And we do lots of would you rathers. And we do lots of fun polls and questions and smexy times. Yeah, it's actually like the cutest little community. Yeah. It makes me really happy. Every time I get a notification on Patreon about people just like chatting, I'm like, oh my God, friends. Oh my God, yes. Like it's it's actually the sweetest. So yeah. y'all should check it out and join and become a part of our cult. You know you want to freaking do it. And we have merch. Go look at our merch. Oh my God, yeah, we have merch, you guys. I've been wearing my sweater all summer it's and actually everyone is like, I love your sweater. Where'd you get it? I'm like, I made it I designed myself. it, babe. I actually like it's so comfortable. It's so comfy. Yeah. Like, the clothes are actually really good quality. The yeah. tote bags <gasps> so fucking cute. work. Yes. There's three sizes and like they're all great sizes. Yeah. The, they're strong. You can put yeah. literally anything you want in there. Even the small size. Yeah. I shove like my whole computer, yeah. all of my electronic cables and shit, a water bottle. Like they fit so much. Yeah. And I'm not a tote bag girl. No. So like this is saying a lot. <laughs> We are genuinely impressed. <laughs> yeah, we're actually impressed with our actually. own merchandise. Okay, so go check all of that out and then, you know, just go whack your bean a little. <laughs> whack it, flick it, <laughs> bump it, twist it. Bop it. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> Controversial topic to end us. Yes. Take us I there. hate men in flip-flops. That's not controversial, baby. That's just un- that's I think, universal. I think that some people like it. Hot I'm, okay. I'm sorry. If you like a man in flip-flops. And I'm talking like the plastic flip-flops from like Old Navy. Like you can wear Birkenstocks. Live Those your are life. sandals. You sandals can wear slides. Different. different. Slides, sandals, different. different. Flip-flops. That's the with the thing in your toe where it goes flip flop and your feet look like pancakes. I even hate them on myself. I don't even wear them. I can't wear them. They're so disgusting. So nasty. But on men, I dated a guy for a while that wore flip flops. Absolutely not. I agree with you. It's disgusting. disgusting. Anyways, hot take. Hot take. Do with that what you will. Hot take number seven. Title of our band. Hot take number seven. I love it. Okay. Also, name of our sex tape. Hot take number seven. (laughs) Because it takes us seven times to get us right. That's the one right there.